ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode of the 12 Kyle podcast, this is part two of our two-part discussion on the 1995 Source Awards. So if you missed part one, which was last week, stop this podcast and go back and listen to part one because you don't want to miss that. Uh, On this one, my boy Eclectic, who's co-hosting with me, we're going to break down the Source Music Awards. Uh, We give some deep insight on the Easy e tribute. Uh, we also break down the categories and, and talk about what the source got right and what they got wrong and if this is even possible to do again. And of course, we get into a deep dive about the quote unquote East Coast, West Coast beef, which allegedly, <laughs> depending on who you ask, started at the Source Awards. That and so much more. So sit tight. After the break, we'll present to you part two of the 1995 Source Awards with my boy Eclectic. We'll be back in just a second. And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy 12 Kyle. Uh. I am, This is the 12 Kyle Podcast. And of course, I'm joined by my homie, my mellow, my man, Eclectic in the building. E, what up, baby? What up, what up, what up? Yeah, favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster's cousin. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, we're talking about the 1995 Source Awards. Um, and we're covering all the bases. We're talking about the actual awards, the the, the, the presentations, um, the the beef the scandal, oh, uh, <laughs> everything involved. So if you caught part one, you know, we, we talked about, you know, basically the first half of the show. Um, and, and now I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, the things that happened um, subsequently after that, because there still was even after, for those of you who heard the first part. And now, if you haven't heard the first part of this podcast, make sure you go back and listen to that. In fact, you probably should stop this podcast. Yeah, you messing <laughs> up. Yeah. Stop this podcast and yeah, go back cool. and listen. Go listen to last week's podcast. Um, so yeah, so we where we left off, we were talking about uh, you know Snoop. Um, oh yeah, uh, we had to let it be known. <laughs> let it be known that Snoop uh, that we didn't love. Who him. says let it be? No one says let it be known. Well, let it be known then. Shut up. And Let as you can see, known. he picks up right where he left off from last week. Um, so, yeah, so we had that that moment. So things are, are, you know, at this point. And what's interesting is and I mentioned um, in the previous episode that, you know, it was hosted by MTV, MTV's own uh, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. By this time, when they're cutting to the uh, cameras or cutting to them as they're you know introducing the next people to come up to present the next award. They man uncomfortable. Man uncomfortable. Dre looks shook. Dre looks like he really could just take off and run off the stage at this particular but time. But he can't, though. No, he can't. No, physically. Like, he can't. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shout out to Dre, man. Uh, shout out to Ed Lover, too, man. Um, 
so yeah, so so that's where we are. And then so that happens, and people are really looking around, like, okay, we don't know what the hell is going on. Ironically enough, after that, they have to give out a lifetime achievement award to the late great Easy E. Um, as many of you know, Easy E passed in 1995 <clears throat> from complications of HIV/AIDS, and um, you know, um, it was that was tough, man. I mean. Now, for those of you listening, there was no internet, so it was for me. It was a shock, uh, and I'll get your opinion on the E. It was a it was a shock because like they actually I remember someone actually coming on TV and announcing, or maybe it might have been not TV, maybe it was the radio. They announced that Easy E had AIDS, and like three weeks later, literally he died. Like we didn't get a chance to see him again we didn't get a chance to like you know say goodbye or anything like that like it was just it was like the first week of you know february maybe middle of february they announced that he was hiv positive or he had aids and like by the middle of march he was dead you know it's crazy what what do you remember about you know easy e and you know the his untimely death um i just remember Again, like you said, there was no internet. I mean, nah, it was no, it wasn't. Um, damn sure wasn't any social media. Nope. Um, shit, ninety five. It wasn't even blogs. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not, not even a blog. Not a podcast. Wasn't invented. A pod. A iPod wasn't even. So you just hear stuff on the news. You know, news is going to spend stuff however they're going to spend it. So, of course, the media was like, oh, shit, he was gay. All right. Mm-hmm. Because according to, you know, popular opinion and thought, that was the only way you could get whatever, whatever. And then he died. It was, it was mad sad. But the reason why it was mad sad to me, well, one, you don't want nobody to die, but he didn't get a chance to get back with the fellas. Yeah. He was still on the outs with the fellas. And so that's the part that sucked because um, on a personal note, I'm the only person that you guys will ever listen to or know that prefers Easy Does It over Straight Outta Compton. You're right. You're the I, only one. <laughs> I, love, I love Easy Does It. That is probably my favorite West Coast. And much like E, you wear your pants for easy access. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. But what if she's ugly? Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> she was incredible. Shout out I to E, I didn't even man. know what he meant when that guy No, we didn't know. Yeah. We were young. But it was still great. It was dope. Um, but I will say this. That was probably the most... Awful tribute to somebody that died ever. I mean, they, they did a video package show like they a were, whole ran verse. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they, that wasn't even easy song. Yeah. It wasn't and, that good. And then nobody come out to be like, you know, you know, shout outs to his 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 his, his, his people they left behind. Mm, kids. Yeah. They didn't give him like the, a picture up at the top of the screen and with the date under it they they, they, they didn't do any of his songs none <laughs> just brought out bone like these was his boys <laughs> right right yeah and, 
And Bone just did a medley of their hits. Of their hits, right. They did three songs and got the hell off the stage. That's what was interesting. When I watched that, I was like, okay, that well. It was terrible. It was, this was supposed to be a tribute to Easy, like in, you know, of course, Again, context is 1995, so you know it's not as progressive as it would be as if if it were done today. But you know, you would think, okay, well, somebody should come out, we come out and do "We Want Easier." Somebody should come out and do "Dope Man," whatever the case may be. Do his. If Jermaine Dupri died. They were like, "Well, here comes Crisscross," <laughs> and they just gonna make us jump and miss the bus. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what happened? Right, and Lord. so, uh, so. So yeah, it was. And I just looked it up here. Yeah, Easy was admitted to the hospital in Fe- on February twenty fourth of nineteen ninety five. They issued a he issued official statement from his camp um, on March sixteenth, and unfortunately he passed away uh, on March. What day did he die? March twenty sixth. So you know, they said the government did it. I mean, hey, who knows? Come on, Illuminati, Illuminati, soul in your body. Soul in your body. Right. So so we have Easy es you know, recognition. Basically, they're recognizing him at this awards as a Lifetime Achievement Award. And he is uh, because Bone Thugs Harmony was a group that he founded. Uh, Bone comes out and they do a three song tribute to, I guess, tribute to E, I guess, if you want. But tribute it's, to their discography. Yeah. I mean, you really can't call it a tribute because they did first of the month and Crossroads and, you know, they, they didn't even to, let his verse go on the, on the shit. Wasn't he on Thuggish Ruggers? Yeah, they didn't play his verse. They didn't even let his verse rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's, it's, it was a little. No, no, for the love of money. It was a little bootleg. I mean, but you know, the source tried. <laughs> that's that's about all I can say. They tried, so we so we had that. Uh, then they come back uh, with more presentations for awards, mm-hmm. and the next award that is up is Artist of the Year Solo. Now, mm-hmm. you heard me heard us on the first po- for the podcast from last week. Uh, I read off the list of the uh, nominees, and then E and I both gave our opinions on who we would have given the award to. So we're going to do that again. Um, the nominees were MC8. Straight up menace. Chia. Queen Latifah. Well, she had it up to there. <laughs> Scarface. Boo. Mm-hmm. No, sir. My favorite ghetto boy, Brad Jordan. Um, and Snoop Doggy Dog. Well, and what's this category? <laughs> <laughs> no, no bullshit. Artist of the Year Solo. How? 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 Who are you giving this to? None of it. <laughs> you got to give it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner goes to nobody. Artist of the year, bro. Wait a minute, give me give me these nominees again. MC eight. Uh-huh. Queen Latifah. Uh-huh. Scarface. Uh-huh. Snoop Dogg. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's beside himself. So so Biggie was nominated for a ton of shit and won a ton of shit, but he wasn't even one of the artists of the year <laughs> solo. I mean, Crick, 
Craig Mack wasn't one of the artists of the year solo. The Brat wasn't one of the artists of the year I'm solo. Sh- I'm not sure how you can be nominated for for lyricist of the year and not be nominated for artist of the year. None of the people you name except for Snoop even was at the awards. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You know Eight was there. Eight was not up there because he would have <laughs> run up there and beat you up DJ Quick. <laughs> You're right. He probably wasn't there. Then. You know, it ain't no damn way he was there. He would have went outstairs. Uh, Queen La and... was probably not there. No, she's probably making a movie or something. Um, face? No, nah, face wasn't there. No, face. face Come on, wasn't what there. is this? That's the worst category that you've named in the last two weeks. This <laughs> is terrible. Alright, so no, I'm not giving it to anybody. No, I'm I'm leaving. I'm throwing, <laughs> I'm throwing the envelope away. Ladies no. and gentlemen, we have award show history. He walks off the stage with the envelope in his hand. He I would have been up there like, hey, and the nominees are um, um, MC MC Eight, Queen Latifah, Snoop Dogg, Scarface, and and Scarface. Nah, <laughs> and I would have walked out like nah, nah. <laughs> Method Man couldn't Come on, man. I would have um, given it to Easy E before this. I want to say that was around the time where uh, the diary was out. So no. it would have been face for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, but the winner was Snoop Dogg. Well, let it be known then. Which makes. And what's interesting is, is that, and you mentioned it on, you know, last week's podcast was that prior to, uh, prior to this award being given out, the presenter was Puff. Puff was the presenter. So before Puff actually started listing off the nominees, he tried to make peace. He said, you know. And oh, yeah. He was like, yo, that, that. Statement that was said that was that was probably um, that was probably about me. <laughs> you think? And, but yeah, he was like, I don't have no problems with that. Man, Puff was a good guy, right? Yeah, there, Puff. Man. Puff tried to he tried to make peace, man. He tried to make peace, and I think. Okay, so let me ask you this: Do you think Puff was making peace at that moment solely because he wanted to make peace, or because he knew Snoop was going to win this award? <laughs> He was about to come up there. He was going to greet him. I honestly think he was just trying to squash stuff because he was probably like everybody else that was watching the show. Like, the fuck does this come from? Mm. Because, again, and this is important. And I'm getting, I'm putting this in the context of the first ever Source Awards. Mm-hmm. And this, this, which is the second year. For the most part, Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Suge, and Death Row, it was Death Row because it wasn't Aftermath yet, Death Row won the majority of the Source Awards. Mm-hmm. They did. 94, again, uh, Artist of the Year was Dre, New Artist of the Year was Snoop, Album of the Year was The Chronic. Producer of the year was Dr. Dre. Lyricist of the year, some the fuck how was Snoop Doggy <laughs> Dog. And then '95, he just won Artist of the Year. So he won New Artist of the Year last year. Then he won Artist of the Year again. Dre won a Producer of the Year. So what? Where's the bit? 
who at anything at, at anything I would have went up and been like shh we winning all of these second year in the world <laughs> I would have said that and that could you could have said that but why because because Shug can't dance <laughs> he like well I can't dance so he want to be all in the face who did he think was going to go to death row <laughs> Craig Mack or Biggie Come to death row. Because Lil C's, he went to Lil C's. <laughs> Puff ain't never been in a Lil C's video. <laughs> Who did he want? Right. <laughs> Who knows? Puff wasn't even in the um, fucking Craig McVeigh. He had to be talking to Biggie. <laughs> Total. <laughs> All in the videos, dancing. <laughs> This is so dumb. But anyway, no, nah, I think he's questioning just because he's like, what the fuck is this, man? I'm just, and what did he say? He said something like, I just, I just want to make good music or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He said he want to beef. He didn't want to smoke. Whatever, as the man. kids say. Well, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, you make a good point, man. I, th- I think Puff, people don't really give Puff enough credit, you know, for trying to, 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 to squash it you know it was plenty of times where he felt like or people felt like you know he should have really come at Suge or come mm. at Pac once Pac you know got out and started running with them and um, you know he, he go ahead I mean, didn't didn't Puff say that Snoop won he hugged Snoop mm-hmm, he did and then didn't Snoop say hey now that the East Coast West Coast thing is squashed yeah just that fast. Why the fuck? Two things. <laughs> oh, let's see where you're going. Also, oh, you calm now? <laughs> oh, so it's cool? It's we cool, cool now, Snoop? We cool. We cool. Uh, you, uh, we, 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 we let it be known. We let it be known then. <laughs> we let it be known that it's squashed. Yeah. Okay. Two. So then what what happened? <laughs> so so it was a problem. The one dude that you was talking shit about was like, nah, man, I love everybody. Big ups to um Dr. Dre, Snoop, and he said Shug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all good, we good. Snoop come on there, they hug. Snoop says squash. So why Big Head Park ain't still alive? I know the reason. Yeah. It's because fans are stupid as fuck. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, so Snoop gets up there. He wins the award, you know, which he, he, he wouldn't have given it to him anyway. Nah, but He wouldn't have never even got it. He wouldn't have got on stage. So so we have that moment. So, uh, you know, by this time, things have, you know, I guess died down a little bit. Uh, yeah. Or at least what we thought, you know. So, Snoop was calm. Right, very calm. Like I said, gave Puff a hug right there on camera. Yeah, let it be known. <laughs> let it be known. So then we have... Uh, the next um, award that was presented was Snoop was the artist of the year solo. So then we have artist of the year group. Uh, the, the dog pound win this one. <laughs> you stupid. Jesus Christ. Uh, so the nominees were Heavy D and the Boys. Come on, man. Don't, come on, don't fall out here, man. Don't fall out here. Okay, Bun, my bad. Come on, man. Come on, man. Salt and Pepper. They were in the building. <laughs> no, no, they, but they were there. They were there. But they sucked by then. Hey, and Spin was there. Spin was looking so good, too. Man. I heard about her. 
Um, Gangstar. Stop it. Stop. Don't you don't 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 you fix your mouth. Mm-hmm. And Wu Tang. I heard I heard they were nothing to fuck with. So from Heavy D to Salt and Pepper to Gangstar to Wu Tang, who were you handing the award to for Artist of the Year group? Oh, man, I gotta get. I mean, just like they gave Run DMC the Pioneers thing, I gotta give it to Salt and Pepper. I mean, they did so much <laughs> for hip hop, and especially especially that year. Man, if you don't um, shoot their ass on out of here, man. <laughs> I, I thought it was my that was my platform. I thought I was about to go. Ahead, yeah, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. You know the floor saying? is yours. You know, you can express yourself that year or shoot or something. Don't talk yeah. about sex. Yeah, baby. Mike's so nice. They should do the uh, Kawhi remix. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> you <sighs> can't have taking that thing and Wu Tang don't win. I mean, it's a this it's terrible nominees. Right. Anyway, I mean, listen, I, <laughs> listen. I love Heavy D and the Boys. Mm-hmm, same here. I have no problem. With Heavy D and his uh, boys, um, um, Eddie F, G Wiz, and Trouble D Roy. Listen, I am an ally. <laughs> I'm rolling, but no. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll ask, where was Mob Deep? Mm, and they were in the building because they actually presented an award, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mob Deep couldn't have been in there. Yeah, because by that time, the infamous was out. I know. I mean, they could, P-Rock and Seal Smooth, uh, Diggable Planets, they couldn't have been. <laughs> like, they could have been Beat Nuts. Or Outcast. Nah, they was the new. <laughs> they was new. They was the new group. Okay, uh, you okay, can't be in okay. both. <laughs> I mean, well, hey, I mean, Snoop won back twice. And say- <laughs> well, hey, point taken, point taken. You're right. It can't get booed uh, twice. Yeah, it could have had the roots. <sighs> That's my all right, but anyway, all right, what do I know, man? Nah. Yeah, Wu Tang had to win. Yeah, same here, man. I like I said, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Ninety four five, that era. Um, yeah, you, you, you could. Fuck, Bone Thugs should have been nominated. Well, they were. Well, by that, by which said they were the they were nominated for the new artist. So, oh, they new, so now yeah. that would have been cheating. So yeah, I, I'm giving it to Wu. I, I when I saw this um, category, this was another one that had me kind of scratching my head. Not so much as for why Heavy D and the Boys were in it. I kind of scratched my head on Salt and Pepper. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Because I, I can't remember what they had out at that particular time. That's that was. What, that's what I was going to say, because um, Assault would have uh, would have been very necessary. No, no, very necessary was in 93. Right. Um, that they didn't have, very necessary was in 93, and they didn't have another thing until um, um, Are You Ready and Giddy Up, and that was 97. They didn't have an album in 94 or 95. Or ninety six, because what a man, crazy. what a man came out in ninety three, and none of your business and shoot and all that shit, and that was ninety three, 
their next album wasn't until 97. Well, are you ready? Yeah, like, you're right. Very Necessary I'm, came out in 93 and then Brand New came out in 97. So they weren't, yeah. they didn't even have an album drop in this particular time. They didn't, uh, they almost didn't have an album that decade. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this is true. So how did the hell they get nominated for an award? <laughs> <laughs> Again, popularity Zena. contest, folks. Popularity, but they weren't even popular then. Well, they, they were. Well, you know what? I, and you correct me if I'm wrong. What? But by this time, they were, the, um, hanging with Mr. Cooper theme song. <laughs> oh, that was in vogue. Damn, I don't even know who the fuck. Were they on? They might have been on MTV more than they were. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, you got me on that one, bro. I. No, nah, they shouldn't have been nominated. But yeah, I'm I'm giving it to Wu. Uh, just for the record, I think Salt and Pepper might have been a throw-in. But um, hey man, they they the first um, they the first female rap act to win a Grammy. Man. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They but they weren't going to win a Source Award. That's just, <laughs> nope. not not that night. They um, didn't have an album during the Source Awards run. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, not only were they but they were presenting as well. So they had the time. Oh man. So so we have that. And then next up, the next award that was presented was Single of the Year. Had to be Flavor of the Year. I mean, flavoring your ear. Come on, it had to be. Yeah. Uh we had uh, it was <laughs> Lady Lady of Rage, Afro Puffs. Man. If you're gonna do it, man, give it to regulate. The aforementioned Bone Thugs and Harmony, Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Mm, what's Tasha? Uh, Warren G and Nate Dogg with Regulate, as you mentioned. Okay, all right, and then I'm rolling. And all Craig right. Max, Flavor in Your Ear. They ain't putting no salt and pepper songs up there. <laughs> no, I don't. Think. Heavy date joints. No, no uh, Queen Latifah. No, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. Um. So yeah, who who are you giving that one to? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would hate for somebody to pull my arm on this one, but yeah, flavor in year wins this one, and and they and that was actually the the winner. Um, it was legit song of the that that song was incredible. Yeah. Also, by the way, what didn't you say? Queen Latifah was nominated for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so artist for? solo artist of the year. All right, because because when we was talking about oh, some pepper, no, what okay, I'm saying, okay. I remember. Okay, gotcha. I remember that Queen Latifah, she had no album out since Black Rain. <laughs> Damn, they just because Black Rain like... was the same time as um, they said it came out the same time, so that was '93, right? And her next album wasn't until '98. With um, that bo- that whole album was the bullshit because she was singing and shit. Wow. So they they're just throwing people in this thing instead of people who actually made music, right? <laughs> hey man, I, I just want to point that out. Yeah, I'm glad you did because I, I I'm not re- I, I I remember the the late '90s album, but I I just assume that Black Rain was in this time frame. Black Rain came out in '93. Wow, wow. Because that's what just another day in unity on it. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, that's true. And wow, that was uh, it. What was interesting, and I, I forgot to mention, when when Wu won the Artist of the Year uh, group uh, award, 
when they came on stage, mm. it was Wu Tang, it was the Wu Gambinos, it was the Killer Bees. It was like it was at mm-hmm. least seventy people on stage. Staten Island, <laughs> yet, yet and still, the crowd went crazy. Yeah, they did. They did. And I think like Raekwon said two words, and Ghostface said a couple of words, and RZA said something, and I don't even think ODB said anything. It was just then they got the hell off the stage. But it was it was literally, I mean, if you got time, count them up. Seventy people on stage, <laughs> no lie. Um, so after that award, so we we're we're winding down in the show. Uh, we go to the okay. So we did single of the year. Um, and of course, like I said, that went to Craig Mack. Then we had a performance mm. by Method Man. Oh, okay. Uh, that's when he went in the crowd. Mm-hmm. A very live performance. I enjoyed that performance. I mean, Meth, Meth, if you've seen Method Man perform live, you know he gives you a thousand percent of energy. He's in the crowd. Uh, I think people are a little surprised that Meth would jump into the crowd, but he was in the crowd standing on top of doing everything. Um, but it was a live, live performance. Hey, uh, that's the only nigga. Yeah, yeah. He was on. He was on. I got my mind made up. And the what? This He's is neutral. True. He's Switzerland. This is true. <laughs> He's safe. And, and he also told us that he saw Biggie put in the pad. <laughs> yeah. I was right there. He wrote that verse. <laughs> oh, that man! That line that killed me every time I think about that. Um. So yeah, so we come to the end of the show, and then the uh, we have a nomination for. Actually, there was there was one award I think that they announced that actually a couple of awards that were given, but they weren't aired. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggae hip hop artist of the year. Uh, I, I don't know who I don't know who the, <laughs> she was there actually still. Who's your Burton one? No, the winner was Mad Lion. Oh, okay. my bad. My bad. I gotta take it easy. <laughs> oh man, I uh, didn't get Mad Lions. Did you get Mad Lions album? Oh no, I didn't like. I didn't buy it, but I, I like. I enjoy um, Mad Mad Lion. I enjoyed okay. them a lot. Okay, to tell you the truth. Um, I mean, he was he was he was down with the QDP man. Come on. Of course, of course. I'm well, gonna like not like somebody down with Chris. True indeed. True indeed. And. Uh, Another award that was not aired was the best acting performance um, was given to Ice Cube for his role in Higher Learning. Um, so yeah, shout I like out, that. Shout out to Cube in that. Again, these are awards you have not seen since. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. I wish I made money like you so I could revive <laughs> awards. <laughs> Well, hey, I actually, man. I wouldn't because fuck all of these people. That's why I got to do my podcast. I got to give back the old awards. Yeah, you do. You do. And that's one of the reasons why. And, and for those of you listening, I actually didn't come up with this idea. I actually, me and my man did game and talked about doing this a couple of years ago. We just never got around to doing it. And I know that you did. So shout out to Dig for coming up with this idea. And I know you did uh, the awards on your podcast and, and, I, I know like you did 84 and like I listened yeah. to it. And I was like, you know, some of these awards, like you just, but it, it sounds really, really good and really dope when you have awards that fit. And one thing I can say, you know, other than, the, other than the source throwing some of these people in here, these were good awards. 
you know, I thought these were really, really good awards. But um, the uh, the final award that was given that particular night that was actually aired was for the album of the year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know what happened. I honestly, I don't remember who won it. So what's the, who were the nominees? Uh, oh, there was another award that was, I'm sorry, that before I forget, there was another award that was not aired uh, for live performer of the year. Was it Wu-Tang? Was it Math? <sighs> Biggie. Uh, oh, boy, they'd just be sitting there? Yeah, yeah Biggie. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, album of the year. Again, context 1994 to 1995. The nominees were mm-hmm. Scarface, The Diary. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> come on, come on. No, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Shut up. Shame I thought on he started you. a small time dope game cocaine. Hey Not, man, that's what I'm talking about. Started a dope game cocaine. Yeah, that's what he was dope. Not Scooby Dooby Dooby. Just fuck up. The notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Mm-hmm. Outcast. Then we get an album like retroactively, like four, like three stars or something. <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. Outcast, other playlistic Cadillac music. Mm, we gotta get high. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Now you're talking. Come on, uh, man. And last but not least, Nazir Jones's Illmatic. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here's the problem. Tell me the problem. Here's the problem. Now, people are not going to think I'm going to go where I'm about to go because you guys don't think the way I think, which is good. <laughs> I got to back up from the mic for this. All right. If <laughs> you are going to nominate Illmatic mm-hmm. for Album of the Year, then where the fuck... Was anything else from this album in any of the categories this whole entire show? Therein lies the problem. Because either this album was not eligible or Mm -hmm. it should have won everything because it's (laughs) Artist of the Year had to be Nas then. Yeah. Um, um, Album of the Year. Lyricist of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, single, single of the year. Yeah. How? Life's a life's a bitch. Single of the year. How? Or whose world is it, this? The I mean, excuse me. The world is yours. Oh, 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 it ain't hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are going to nominate this for anything, man. it had to be. Come on, man. Come on. All right, man. All right, the retrospect, the social was some shit. <laughs> this one we just came up with. It was, it was a piece of shit. The whole show was a piece of shit. And it roared rap. Boy, that's great. How? That's that. That's that. You know what? When I when I saw this, because again, where was the Nas performance? Come on. I'm trying oh, to think. Was Nas up. even? There? Yeah, Nas was he there. Was there because yeah, because he, he did. They they did uh, present an award. Uh, he did do the Mob Deep. But um, 
performance, but come on, man. Yeah, man. Um, Stop it. And if Ready to Die was going to be nominated and Meth was there, we could have got a live performance of the what? Because we've never seen a live performance of the what? And we will never see a live performance of the what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's funny that you say that because I thought the same thing when I saw it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. How does this happen? Okay, it's cool and all that he was nominated for. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Nas fan. Even I'm a huge Nas fan. But that being said, like you said, why wasn't Hillmatic <laughs> in at least one or two of these other categories? Mm-hmm. It's like... I don't know how you guys came up with this concept. The categories, I think, are fine. Some of the people that you put in the categories leave a lot to be desired, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I didn't even remember this, man. <laughs> yeah, this, and th- I'm going to tell you why. Because this was the last one. It was mm. the last one to be televised. Album Just don't even year. put the album in there. Just put somebody else's album in there. You can't nominate Elmatic for one album award. Of album of the year. Southern Playalistic, The Diary, Illmatic, and Ready to Die. Now, with that being said, mm-hmm. I got to give it to Southern Playalistic. I, mean, <laughs> I got it. This guy. <laughs> I mean, all the players came from far and wide, man. Did you know that? Y'all know that. Y'all know better than that. Y'all know better than that. Y'all know him better than that. Y'all been listening way too long to know that he's not being serious. What? What are you talking about? Uh, so yeah. Wait, 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 wait one second. Yeah, no, the players did come from far and wide. They did. They I came mean, right off of Peachtree Street. Crumbling herb. Hootie yeah. who? Hootie come who? on. Hey man, that's my Ain't shit. No thing. You Ain't know no it, thing but a chicken wing. Mm. Come mm. on, man, that's my city. They represent my city. Come on, Ain't man. No. Come on, yeah. Psh, psh. I don't know how they didn't win. I mean, hey, I mean, Elmatic was cool, <laughs> but they had no Christmas song on. Nope. nope. Yeah, Fuck. man. I mean, Fucks. I don't know how you even. I, I don't know how they come up with this category. I would have liked to have been in the room with the people that came up with this because no, even in that time frame, even if you say, okay, but again, I don't understand how, again, I'm not, I want you all to understand. It's not just me being a biased Nas fan. If you're going to put Illmatic in this category, then that tells me that Illmatic or some other song should be eligible for other, other categories. That's all I'm saying. And if you put Nas in other categories, Big's not winning all of these awards. But hold on, mm-hmm. let's let's play. Mm-hmm. Hey Kyle, mm-hmm. who won album of the year? Notorious B.I.G. Ready to die. Hey, hey Kyle. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, how many albums got five mics in the stores? <laughs> uh. I, I don't know how much up until that time, but I know the Illmatic album got five mics, and I don't see another five mic album on here. In fact, so... I would, wait, wait, let me stop you. In fact, right. if I'm not mistaken, Ready mm-hmm. to Die got four, The Diary mm-hmm. got four, Southern Plistic mm-hmm. got four and a half, mm-hmm. and Illmatic got five. So. <laughs> 
According to your magazine. According to, yeah, according to my math, ready to die might fourth on this motherfucker. The Source magazine gave it the first five mics. The Source Award said, nah. Right. <laughs> nah, we good. All right, man. All right. <laughs> okay. And therein lies the problem. Again, mm. folks, I want you to understand mm. what he just said. He said the Source magazine gave it five mics. The Source Awards didn't see give it the, the album of the year. <laughs> Come on, man. This is the greatest hip hop album we've ever reviewed, but it's yeah. not the best one this year. <laughs> huh? what? Wait, what? 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 what do you mean? What are you talking about? Right. <sighs> come on, man. And I love Big, man. But come on, Big. I mean, Big cleaned up at this awards. It's like he had already died. <sighs> Pretty much. Like, not, like, nah, he right there, I man. Let's yeah. <laughs> be honest here. He, I, he right and there. he cleaned up. He won. He won the most awards. I mean, it was bad. It was a bad boy death row night. That's what it was. Crazy man, crazy. Um, so that leads me to a couple of questions, man. We, we kind of touched on it on the on last week's podcast, but I want to touch on it now. Um, the whole East Coast West Coast thing, man. What was it for? Okay, I want you, and I really want you to speak to in your answer. Speak to someone who weren't what who someone who wasn't born then, or or maybe they were just in Pampers. What was the East Coast? Was it, what was it? Because it's always attributed to the deaths of Big and Pop. But what was it? Because it was, <laughs> at least at this award, it was a diss. And then a, nah, we cool. And then, okay, we cool. And then shit really just changed after that award show. So what was it? All right. In real life, it was two things. And it was two opposite things. Mm. The real answer is it was nothing. Right. It didn't exist. It wasn't a thing at all. Um, the reason why it wasn't a thing at all is because the year, the year prior, everybody from New York to San Francisco, they love the chronic. Everybody loved the chronic. Mm-hmm. Then nobody hate the chronic. Then nobody said the shit out of here. <laughs> everybody loved G thing. Um, unfortunately, everybody loved gin and juice, and and ain't no fun. Even I love ain't no fun. <laughs> and, I hate, and I hate Snoop. <laughs> Even I love that song. Right, right, right. Nobody was dissing the West Coast. And those are the biggest West Coast artists. So if you're going to diss them, you're going to diss them. Nobody dissed them. Mm-hmm. Nobody had a song about them. Nobody turned it off when they played it. Obviously, it sold so much. It wasn't just the West Coast that was buying it. So it wasn't anything. Mm. Here's the problem. With the turn of the, like we said on the last show, this was ushered in a new era of hip hop, a new era of um, MCs, also a new era of fans. 
And with that, you had the Suge Knight thing where he's not a music dude. He's a gangster dude. Mm-hmm. But he's not he's not a gangster dude that was doing this because he didn't have anything else to do, didn't have anything better to do, or just loved the music and wanted to be a part of it. A la Easy E. Easy E was a was a I'ma shoot your fucking face <laughs> off, but he's like I like fucking rapping the women. I wanna dance. You know what? I'll fund this and mm-hmm. you know, and he just happened to record it was like, hey man, this is gonna be funny, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like that, and he turned into a career. He would have killed motherfuckers my, faster than Suge would have. Suge was a bodyguard dude. He was um, Bobby Brown's bodyguard. <laughs> wow. I mean, he was. He was no additions Bobby uh, bodyguard. Crazy. But um, so it's a difference. So what I'm saying is this: because this dude comes in with his gangsterist people and everything. They're riding for him because gang culture is dumb as fuck anyway. You know, um, we're going to do all this stuff because we really like this color and we think that's cool. That's dumb. You're stupid. But whatever. The problem was once these people who aren't really music people, who are street people, start to diss or say that this over here isn't good or they're disrespecting us, then these people are going to rally and do whatever they can to disrespect the other people. Mm. Go to their shows and act a fool or throw stuff on the stage or boo and anything. When normally they wouldn't. They they wouldn't even go to the show. Mm -hmm. Now since, oh, they in town? Yeah, fuck that. Let's go get them. (laughs) Why? They don't know you. They never done anything. So then this is also when younger folks who weren't listening to hip-hop in 87, 88, because they don't heard it, but they was like five at the time. You know, they're getting up there about 14 now, mm-hmm. 15. And so, and they're like, oh, this is what it's about? Yeah, forget them. Because back in the late 80s, early 80s, you just liked who you liked. That's it. It was, you didn't even, most of the time, you didn't know where they were from. Again, when on, on Easy E's album, when they said, he from Compton, Michigan. I was like, oh, shit. I, guess, I guess this dude's from Michigan. I don't know. I'm just listening to the song. Oh, that makes me laugh every time I think about it. I'm just listening to the song. I don't know where nobody's at, man. I have no idea. You think when my posse's on Broadway, people's like, oh, you from Seattle? Right. Had no clue. Like, come on. We didn't care. We listened, we're just enjoying the music, man. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know what borough. We knew the people from New York. We didn't know what borough most of them were from. Like, and we didn't know how we didn't know how old anybody was either. No, didn't care. No. So so the thing is, these younger people who didn't get a chance to experience all of this are coming of age during the we hate them. Don't listen to them. If you listen to them, they whack. Don't listen to them. We we over here. Pick your side. Mm-hmm. What's your team? Who are you on? Which was never a thing before. Because like I said, what? I love Shan. 
I love Karis one. I'll listen to the bridge and then the South Bronx right after it. <laughs> right. I don't care. Right. I just enjoy the music. And so, but you couldn't do if you had the same mentality, you couldn't do it. And the biggest part, the biggest part of this is for some reason, and it's still going on to this day. The younger fans, and then sometimes even the older ones who should know better, start believing all of this shit. Mm, facts. And and the <clears throat> biggest thing is they try to act out what people are rapping about as it's for real. Mm-hmm. Where as the older guard will listen to it as entertainment. Mm-hmm. When NWA was saying all the stuff that they were saying. I was like, okay, but I'm not about to go rob the lick, so I'm just, <laughs> just going to do it. But then the the younger people that was just getting, they would hear that and say, yeah, I'm getting the AK too. I ain't leaving the car without packing a gun like him. I'm like, he left the car without packing a gun. Right, 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 right. You know, and, and so people start trying to live up to what people were rapping about. And and robbing and stealing people to to get certain things. Where back in the day, you just rob because I mean you wanted it. <laughs> but yeah. you ain't rob to to be like somebody else. You just be like, nah. Yeah, it was a different motivation. You weren't trying. To, uh, you weren't idolizing. Right, we never idolize. We might idolize their style, like, nah, I'm gonna get a can't go like that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't mm-hmm. want to be them. No, no, because it was about <laughs> being your own individual. And they would rap about that. They were like, man, if they would have been like, hey, you biting, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas now it's like, nah, oh yeah, you just like me. You you also Lil. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lil too. <laughs> right. We, we yeah. Lil together. So so the East Coast, West Coast thing happened because of people who had nothing to do with music, nothing to do with the industry, started choosing sides and started playing up and living up to what the people were talking about and the lyrics when they didn't even mean any of the stuff. And then once that happened, some of the people started rhyming and doing things of that nature to not lose their fans or try to make sure that people thought that they was authentic. Mm. And so like, nah, we really up here. We really doing this. Where in real life, no one does this. Like here's one said, if you're a gangster, why are you rapping? <laughs> this is true. It's and so anytime, true. Anytime you were really going to do some dirt, you wouldn't rap about it. Nope. Case in point. Cool C and Steady B on Death Row. Mm. They mm. ain't never rapped about doing no things. They ain't never said nothing about a gun in their raps. Never. Talk about a glamorous they, life. But they was on that. They did that. But only an idiot would rhyme about it. Yeah, you implicate yourself. Yeah. Ghostface spent time on Rikers, but he didn't rhyme about what he did. Nope. It, it was just, hey, uh, why you guy ain't really on the um, uh, 36 Chambers albums so much? 
Mm, come to find out, he was locked up. <laughs> sure was. He had verses. Right. <laughs> it, Just it didn't matter. Yep. But, you know, later on, that would have made him cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people are like, thank you, you got out of here. But, you know, years later, we went, nah, that's the real one. He the real one because he, mm. yeah. he went to jail. It, it definitely changed. It changed everything. It changed the way people thought. And I know at this time when when this when the Source Awards happened, like like you mentioned on the first podcast, you and I both we were in college at the time. You were at Grambling State, and I was at South Carolina State. So, and I want to go back to something you just said, which is very interesting, as far as people changing about how they viewed it and how they decided who they were going to listen to. I know where you stand, but your crew, your friends, the people that you ran with, Grambling, maybe your homeboys back home. Did you see where, with this whole East Coast, West Coast thing, where any people that you ran with or knew that they kind of drew a line and said, well, it was like, okay, well, I like Snoop and Dre. I ain't fucking with Big and Puff. Did you have people like that in your area? Um, Not necessarily, to an extent. Okay. Um, In school, it was different because in school – it's an empire. Yeah. Everybody's from everywhere. Yeah, true. So you're going to hear everything. I mean, you go into student union, they were playing um, All Eyes on Me, and then they were playing you know, Nas and Biggie. Mm-hmm. So it was like, whatever. You know, that, that's how I heard. If it were left to my own devices, I might not have ever, ever heard some of those songs. I damn sure wouldn't have heard any of the Master P stuff. <laughs> I want to know what about it, about it. <laughs> it is because of Grambling that I learned that about it rhymes with rowdy. Oh, oh, I did shit. not know that about, about it and rowdy rhymed. <laughs> but boy, thank you. Thank you, Percy Miller. <laughs> I never really thought about that. But yeah, being in Grambling, yeah, you would be exposed to yes. Mr. P. <laughs> I will never forget oh. one day. Oh walking God. from class, going back to the dorm, and this Cadillac was going down the street beside me, playing some really, really loud, fucked up music. Mm. And I was like, this dude is bold as fuck for playing that shit so loud, and his cassette deck is trash. What? Screw. Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. Another chopped and screw. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's supposed to sound like that. But I was like, his shit's fucked up, and he cranked it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it the first time I heard it. I didn't like it the second time I heard it. I'm just saying. So so college's different, but some of the people back home, they went towards the um, West Coast stuff and, okay. the, um, and, and, and the Southern stuff for the most part. Um, I've always been, you know, New York centric person mm. people say I'm biased but I liked um, what's like my favorite shits is like different mm. like easy like I said easy does is my favorite joint I love 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 if easy and NWN never existed I would have been 100% King T I <laughs> love King T wow you and my Jay Fresh are the only King T fans I know like Act a Fool, the album Act a Fool is incredible. Yeah, he had Act a Fool. We used to play it all the time in the car. 
Um, and I love Above the Law, too. Shout ah. out to Cool 187. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Mac and Lay Law. But, um, and then, like you know, said, Big Mike on the South. I like, because I like. I like people that can rap. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. I don't, I don't go. I don't go off. Uh, even though it's the buzzword, now, I don't go off the vibes. <laughs> I want to hear something. Right. But um, but that East Coast West Coast thing, it, it had a lot to do with people who had nothing to do with music. And then once those people started making it seem like it's a thing, some people Tupac started <laughs> changing how they acted. And and bought into that stuff, which in my brain, I don't think he even believed in this stuff. He was just playing a part right. because remember he's an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, I agree. I agree. So he he doing all that stuff just like weak minded Snoop was doing the stuff for <laughs> five minutes on stage. Now all of a sudden he was cool. Well, let it be known then. Oh, <sighs> it's the and, way he's stupid. And so since the East. Those dudes, they don't, they didn't care, man. They're like, man, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I <laughs> but, think uh, it, was, it was actors, man. I, I, acting, playing a part. I agree with you, man. I, I had some people, um, again, being on a college campus and then being in the South. Um, I had some people, I had some cats that I knew that just they like they rode. You know, it was like, man, we riding for the West Coast, and they like they just started despising Puff and Big, and I'm like, we don't know these oh, people. You know, it's like. Right. I don't, you know, we just know what we see on TV and, you know, we, we had very, very limited access, you know, as to what people were doing. I thought, and I mentioned this on a previous podcast about Big and Pop was that, you know, I I didn't like the fact that magazine publications like Vibe Magazine in particular, you know, really, really pushed the, the, the agenda of a quote unquote East Coast, West Coast beef. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, you know, with, with, uh, with the covers that they did and the stories that they did, you know, it was, and, and I thought that that was big because at that particular time, all we had was print media, you know, keep in mind, there was no internet, there was no social media, you know, now you could diss somebody on IG and the whole world to know about it, but you know, you might get a quote from Tupac or you might get a quote from big and surround that quote with your own narrative of a story. And if you don't read mm-hmm. the story correctly, if you don't read it in its entirety, you'll take bits and pieces. Or you might even just look at you might be in the grocery store and you see the Vibe magazine at the, at the rack as you're checking out. And you see a quote where Puff says, you know, we ain't worried about them. We you know, we, we're bad boys and we're East Coast for life. And mm-hmm. you may never read the article. You just see that on the cover and you're thinking, OK, well, this is the cover. Puffy's on the cover. Biggie's on the cover. This is how they really feel. So they're basically saying, fuck West Coast. And so I think it it goes back to what you said. It was a lot of people, you know, perpetuating something that really wasn't. It was a bunch of nothing about nothing. That's what it was. Also, people are stupid. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say this, because how do you beef with a whole coast? (laughs) Whole coast. And we don't own none of it. And when you think about it. It was really like L.A. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the coast, no, no. and it was just L.A. A part of L.A. with one record label. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it wasn't yeah, the coast because we weren't beefing with Sacramento. <laughs> no, no. And, and nobody, and nobody else outside of um, Bad Boy or Death Row was saying anything about anybody else. It wasn't um, um, fucking Nas 
wasn't going after King T. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? Because think about it. Quick and Eight were beefing. Yeah. And he dissed him. Dre, Dre and Easy was beefing. Mm. <laughs> they, was, they, was, they was doing enough beefing themselves. They had nothing to do with New York. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So they were they were beefing with themselves. It wasn't a West Coast thing. Then nobody has shit to say about um fucking uh, Washington. Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody saying nothing about hell. Now you look here, Oregon. We got something to say about Portland. Also, Redman didn't get no shrapnel. New Jersey didn't get no shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Philly didn't get no shrapnel. They went to the East Coast. They went to beef out there. Nah. So this is why people, but again, people are stupid. They didn't think about this like this. Also, they are further away from the roots of rapping. That's mm, true. Rapping and battling. All right, let's battle. Because it wasn't a beef. It was personal. Mm. It wasn't a battle. It was personal. Dude thought dude had something to do with the dudes that shot him. Mm. That's it. That's it. That's it. And, we, and then dude said, nah, I didn't. He didn't believe him. Yeah. Or, or he knew he didn't have anything to do with <laughs> it and believed him, but said, boy, I'm about to make a lot of money. Yep. and yep. them and making it seem like it. Yep. And and keep in mind, it goes back to what you said in the first episode of this podcast was that when he met this award show, no, he there was a cutout, and <laughs> he was in jail, chilling. Yeah, in fact, Suge actually Shug actually shouted him out and told him to keep his head up. Yeah. Um One other question I have for you about this award. Now we talk a lot about what we didn't like. What did you like about this award show? What What do you think we could take? From this, and maybe possibly, well, I mean, for those of you who stay, well, no, it's, it's over now. Yeah, it's over now. But what could have happened? The categories definitely, um, definitely the categories, the um, the participants, because it wasn't just who's on top. Put it like this: you could do something like this now. But you would have to do it, like I said, in the vein of um, the Source Awards. Meaning, if you did it now, you would have to have nominated and performances by a Rhapsody and a mm. Jean Grey. Mm. You wouldn't. You can't just give us Meg. Nope. You gotta have you gotta have them out there. You can't you can't ha- you can't just have um, Big Sean and J Cole. Griselda gotta be out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got you you gotta you gotta have the for real people, not just the people that you play on the radio and get the spins. So, when you do the producers, you would get a nominated Just Blaze. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, oh shit, this is for because you'll have you have people like you know what? I never knew what he looked like. <laughs> this is true. You know because like oh that's that nigga. All right, cool. Nominated Alchemist. Like oh shit. All right, I'm rolling. This is this is this is dope. This is actual hip hop. And lyricists of the year, you're not gonna have Quavo win lyricists of the year <laughs> if he does something wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, so if they did with the real, I mean, and I'm not saying don't have Meg there and Lizzo or whatever the fuck, but they have their spots just like everybody else do. Because what you want to do if you want people to grow and you want people, you want the music to go somewhere. These people got to seem like they're on an equal playing field. They got to seem like, nah, West Side Gun is just as dope as Drake. And in real life, rhymes way better. Mm. But but you wouldn't think that when he when Drake got 13 awards and you've never mentioned the other guy. Mm. So, so, I mean, stuff like that. Also, for real pioneers... Them Vanguard Awards, I'm like, nah, we giving a lifetime um, fucking award to Puff. All right, I get it. But let's not start with Puff. Let's start with, hey, Eric Sermon. <laughs> there you go. And then let's run down all the things he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, should he produce that? Oh, he did that? Oh, yeah, he pinned it. Because what you'll do, what they do now is they say, hey, let's um, give the award to this person. And people are like, yeah, them. They never give the awards to people where people viewing it would be like, oh, shit, I got to look them up. I ain't even know they was, I ain't never even heard of them. They must be dope. They got the award. Oh, right. they went through all this. I heard that some before. You know what? I'm going to go down some of his stuff. That never happens because they'll mm-hmm. just be like, we're giving it to Biggie. I'm like, yeah, nigga, we all know Biggie. <laughs> Like, all right. But if he said uh, 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 G Rap, we're like, G Rap. Mm-hmm. And then they start playing, so like, oh, that sounds kind of dope. Oh, he was the first person to do that. Oh, he did that. Oh, wait a minute. That's his voice on Poison? Mm. Then they look at the. Oh, he's actually in the video. Mm-hmm. I didn't. P- Let me look up some G Rap. Yep. Now you're talking about something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but you know, they don't want nothing, man. <laughs> no, you make some great points, man. I think it's, uh, it's, it had, a, the, the Source Awards had a lot of potential. And, and like I said, the one of the things that I like about this is the categories. Uh, some of the people, some of the artists that they selected, you know, leave a lot to be desired. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, go I'm, ahead. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to forget this. This has nothing to do with you. Please don't forget your point. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. This has nothing to do with anything we were just about. It's just something that I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the rapper Travis Scott, very um, famous guy. Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, of him. His rapper. Never heard, heard of him. Never heard. Of, never heard him got, rap, but I've heard of him. He got a lot of um, Nike collabs yes, too. Yes. Um, he's with one of the Kardashians or the Jenners or one. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, I mentioned at the um, at the bar one day. I didn't know his real name is Travis Scott. It's, it's not. It's, 
no, why is you? Why you call you, you your rap name Travis Scott? But that's not your name. It, it's just weird. But then I remember Tupac's name isn't really Tupac Shakur either. No, it's Tupac Amaru Shakur. No, and I think and I don't think that no, was his birth name. He was born. Yeah, no, he was born he something was born else. Like, like the same. <laughs> Yeah, his yeah. name was like Lasane or Lashawn or Lasane Crooks, right. but I totally forgot about that. Like he was just like, nah, it's just Tupac. I'm like, nah, it's not Tupac. But are you gonna name yourself Travis Scott? And your name is Travis Scott. All right, all right I'm done. Like, go ahead, please finish <laughs> what you were saying about the stuff. I just, just yeah, you know what? After what you just said in a tweet, I could just see you just tweet that. Like, see, I, but I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, anymore. I know you're not on Twitter. Um, <laughs> sucks. But yeah, it's it's. It, like I said, man, I think it, it had a lot of potential, man. I think, you know, they meant well, and it was, I think it had the potential to go in a in a direction. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is what I wanted people to understand is the 1995 Source Awards wasn't as bad as they made it out to be, uh, but it wasn't as great as it was made out to be either. It was, it was very decent. I mean, you know, I guess relatively speaking, it was – it had some highs and lows, and um, mm-hmm. and I think we highlighted that over, over these two podcasts. It's uh, I think it's interesting when you look back on it. And again, I, I mentioned this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, I would encourage everybody once you've had a chance to listen to these podcasts, go back and watch it. it it's, it's it's actually a pretty good watch. The audio is pretty decent on it. You know, relatively speaking, for 1995, um, and uh, you know you'll be able to get something out of it. Uh, I think, you know, much was like you like he said, much was made about the East Coast, West Coast thing. I don't really think it was it, it was that bad. And I think I think we had some funny moments. I mean, and I really 69 boys. Come on. <laughs> no, really, the funniest moment. Actually, I never really thought about it until I can't. Say, no, I didn't think about it until you said it like. Literally. Ten minutes go by. Snoop is ready to ride on everybody in the spot. <laughs> he comes out there and puffs. Puff extends the olive branch, shows love. And what's interesting is you get a chance to watch the clip. When Puff announces that Snoop wins, even though he said, you know, I got no beef, I got love for everybody, he kind of shakes his head like, this like he, if you watch the clip, he's like he he doesn't say anything verbally, but his body language is like, oh shit! Like now I gotta go. I just said ain't no beef, and you know he and the camera show him. He he walks up to Snoop, opens his arm, and they hug and everything like that. And Snoop, they were you know, everything cool. East Coast, West Coast. Oh, we, now all of a sudden, that's cool. <laughs> you fuck. Well, let it be known then. I never thought about it until you said it just now because it literally happened. It literally went from zero to sixty within like, and we're talking maybe with a with a TV commercial, maybe ten minutes time, if that. Yeah. So it's we so, had to let it be known. <laughs> we know we we at we of East Coast. We know East Coast in the house. <laughs> One other that's all squash. <laughs> you fuck. Oh, and and here's the fuck. thing, this just goes to show you, like, what happened because, okay, if everything's cool, of course, and everything's cool according to Puff, 
at the and end of the according to Dre and according to fucking who was who's the dude? Uh, Shug we would assume, but what, but he didn't say it. But, but now everybody he didn't say actually. It voiced it right everybody voiced it but then when the war show get, is over you know a couple months later pot get jail and it's on and popping i mean like i don't know because man. of shook if shook would have never made that speech or thing none of it ever happened hmm. so you you, you you think if that hap- if that doesn't happen we still have big and pop we got, we still got Big and Pog. We still got Source Awards. We still got the Source. We got everything. If he would have never did that, came out of nowhere, none of it would have happened. We yeah. probably would have even had a um, Pog Biggie album by like ninety ninety eight. That would have been dope. It, it would have been dope. I if it would have happened before the crash. I truly and honestly, yeah, well, of course, I truly and honestly believe if he went and never said that, nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. Also, um, that awards, just that award show, mm-hmm. the amount of people who are no longer with us. Yeah. Oh, man. You're right. <clears throat> Craig Mack was there. No longer there. Yeah. Heavy D. Yeah. Gone. Trouble to John Singleton. Yeah. Yeah. Nate Dog was there. Not there. Jam Master J was there. Not there. Prodigy was there. No longer with us. OB was there. No longer with us. And Biggie. Damn. That is crazy. Biggie, ODB, Jam Master J. Prodigy, Nate Dogg, John Singleton, Heavy D, Craig Mack. Trouble T-Roy? Yeah. Um, Damn, man. That's crazy. You're right. Just from that that show. And again, this is 1995, so it hadn't, literally, has not been that long. No. Wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, as we wrap this up, we're going to put a bow in. My last question for you, man. Can we ever get, maybe not even with the source, but something close to this? Because I've gotten to a point where, just on a personal, I don't really watch, I I ain't going to say really, I don't watch the Grammys. I don't watch, I don't watch any award shows. I used to do, I used to do BET, but I don't watch that anymore. Uh, I used to watch the BET Hip Hop Awards, but again, as I mentioned in the other podcast, just watch the cipher on YouTube. Yeah, just watch exactly. There's no Mm -hmm. reason for me to sit through. And then living, I think because they filmed it here in Atlanta, I would always know who the winners was like the night that that they taped them. So why would I sit through two hours of tape delay when I know Mm -hmm. who the winners are? You know, I'm not doing that. So well, can we get back to that or something close to it? There is a need for it. And the reason why I say there is a need for it is because, see, the Source Awards was different than your American Music Awards and Grammys and all that because Source Awards were the culture. Mm. It wasn't just music. but They they gave John Singleton's out there. They gave Ice Cube for higher learning. Mm. All this shit. Mary J got an award, yeah. Yeah, so... The reason why I say it's needed and the right person needs to do it is because you're not going to get 
the award for Get Out. Mm. You're not going to get the award for Issa's not going to get the award for Insecure. Love or me. love her, or or that or Fowler is not going to get an award, but all of those would have happened in the Source Awards. They would have been like the nominee for the TV, um, Insecure, Power, Atlanta, um, Snowfall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna get that anywhere else. They're not gonna be nominated for nothing else. But here, they would have had a source award for that. You would have got um, um, what's the what's the shit that I was watching? Um, the Boys when Mary J. Blige was on that um the Amazon show, The Boys, she would get nominated for that. Um, Regina King get nominated for The Watchmen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're like that. Um. Even even back then, um, would have got an award for uh, Cam Cameron getting an award for his movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, you would have got your awards for um, Gabby Douglas would have got an award. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? The people that that's for the culture. LeBron would have got an award. Serena would have got all of these. They would have got awards or got nominated. And we're not doing it in Atlanta. We're not doing it in LA. We do, you know. We let's 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 go somewhere new and make somewhere new hot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Good point. And make it a destination. Look, we do Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, gonna, we gonna make somewhere else hot. And so we ain't gonna turn it into hey, we here, so let's turn up and fuck up all the clubs and stuff, and then it turn into a thing. Nah, we just gonna, you know, what I'm saying, do it like that. But then you would get. A podcast award, the best podcast. Mm. You would get the Joe Budden podcast, the Drink Champs, and the Breakfast, an award that would actually mean something. Mm-hmm. A podcast award. I, I mean, I probably win one too, but um, <laughs> a, a podcast award. Um, um, what else? You know what I'm saying? For the cultural Zion, award. Yeah, Zion Williamson might win an award for something. I mean, but. And give these people a reason to come out mm-hmm. and be like, what's up? You know, 50 might get executive of the year award because he got this song out. He did power. He got nine, 19 spin-offs coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, something that make people be like, yo. And then the younger people be like, well, shit, I want to be like them. I want to do something like that. I could do that instead of crack rock, wicked jump shot. <laughs> this so, is true. So it could work. It one hundred percent work. Mm. Have um, um, the Bodega Boys be the host? Yeah. Oh, you know I'm with that. Man, these are Meryl the host of the boys. Man, come on. Yeah, they could they could definitely. It's it's got to be, but you got to do it right though. Got to do it right. It's it's one hundred percent possible, but yeah, it can't be like Oprah can't do it or Tyler Perry can't do it <laughs> or Terry Crews. <laughs> nah, this gotta be this gotta be his. And no, we don't need Lil Duval hosted. Nah, we need Jesus Merrill hosting. We need the right. We need the right performers. Um, you know what I'm saying? And. Man, you could, you could for real turn it into something crazy, mm-hmm. um, but it got to be funded by the right people. Got to be on the right channel. Yeah, man, it can't be taped delayed either. 
Nah, matter of fact, don't even do it on the. If you could actually put it together, man, just put it on the streaming service, man. Have it live on Netflix or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just be like, nah. I mean, if they did it right, right, I'd give them $10 for it. I'd pay for it. Please don't do it like YouTube did the MTV uh, 30 Year Award for uh, your MTV raps. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth. <laughs> What I hate is they still don't have it available. I know. Because it was great. I meant to text you. I went looking for it like two weeks ago. I was like, fuck. I can't find this shit. It was at a ball watching it. And then after it was over, I was like, man, I want to see that thing again. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, okay. Not even on DVD. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, like, what the hell are you doing it for? Yeah. Like, <sighs> like you had to be in the moment night to see it. But yeah, you're right. You make some great points, man. It, it can definitely be done. It's got to be done right, though. You can't. You can't mess this up because, you know, I would like to see someone someone take what the source started and just take it to the next level because it's not what they had. The idea in which they had uh, was not a bad concept at all, but I, it's, it's got to be done right. And I think, you know, so, vibe just like failed. Just like I'm doing the retroactive hip hop awards, mm-hmm. maybe you should maybe you should do like the 2020 awards <laughs> with the real categories. <laughs> You know, what I'm man. You know, I don't listen to enough music to, to do twenty. Yeah, I mean, but it don't ha- it don't have to be all music. Like I say, it can be some athletes. It can man. be the TV shows. It can just be the shit that you like. They'll they'll call me an old hater because <laughs> that's exactly what I'll be doing. Welcome to the club. Yeah, you you get your script script ass out of here, man. We don't we don't. Yo, when I watched Narcos, did you watch Narcos? Nah, not yet. Man, I watched Narcos Mexico season two. That. From all intents and purposes, I'm sure it's set place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Man, was that episode like two or three? And fucking Quavo's on it? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is that, you know what? I Somebody put a clip or something like, on, like I that put on it, Twitter. I put it on Instagram. With it. He was like, nah, you got to whip yeah, it like yeah, a stir yeah, fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, you know what? I saw, it on, saw that on your IG and I thought it was. I thought it was a joke. Nah, nah that's nah, narcos. Nah. I'm like, but I'm like, but people didn't even look like. All right, man. Okay. <laughs> you got old fake gazelles and gold chains and tattoos on your face. That wasn't yeah. the eighties. No, have been committed if you had tattoos on your face <sighs> in the eighties. God, it's crazy. You realize how wild we thought Dennis Rodman was. Right. All he did was dye his right. hair blonde. And he's tame now compared to some people. Tattoos, piercings, and you he's know. He's an investment broker. <laughs> <laughs> man, we get it. You know what? That's a great place to end it right here, man. So we're going to put a bow in this one, man. Before we get out of here, I know you're not any longer on Twitter, but tell me where they can find you at, where they can find the podcast. I'm no longer on Twitter, but all of my tweets Do you miss go- Twitter at all? Of of course I do. They really oh look at oh, y'all. It's everybody let's oh, all together folks. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> the click got something to say. So um um either, I mean my tweets are still dope and I got I got plenty of content on there, so at I am eclectic, at mm-hmm. one gotta go, mm-hmm. at tweet rhymes life. Go man, hit the media, scroll down and enjoy yourself. Um Eclectic Discussion Podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, Encyclopedia Hip Hop Podcast, same places. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, mm. Ad Eclectic. 
Shut up. <laughs> oh, he's much better on, on, on Instagram than he ever was on Twitter. I'm trying to get my encyclopedia hip hop um, Instagram doing some stuff, so you can also follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, hit me up, and if you like, if you like what we up to, just hit me up on one of them. Be like, yo, yeah, what well, can I get some more? I I give you, I'll be the plug. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah. So, and you guys know where to find me. You've been listening long enough. Uh, all, all streaming services that where you can find the podcast free. Uh, that's where I will be. So. That's going to wrap it up, man. The 1995 Source Awards in the bag. So for my man Eclectic, I'm your boy 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys on the next go-round. Five hours.